welcome to another episode of Podcasting for Business. Today, we're talking about something pretty personal. We're talking about haters. Haters on your podcast, haters on your social media, haters in your email. The facts are that if you are an online business owner, there will become a time when you'll receive some form of hate in whatever shape or form it comes in. It's just a fact of running a business, unfortunately, online. And I'm going to be sharing with you some personal stories about how it's affected me and how I've dealt with it. So let's dive in to today's episode. So there's a few different ways as an online business owner that you might come across hate. Okay, hate might be too harsh a word, but when you're in it, it feels like hate. It feels really personal. So you might get emails, you might get comments on social media, you might get one star reviews as a podcaster. And every time it happens, it feels like it cuts you to the core. So in the past, I have had emails sent to me specifically telling me they didn't like my voice. (laughs) Great. That's great feedback. I can't change that. Um, I've had emails telling me that my products are too expensive. I've had emails telling me that my hair's too crazy and I should make it look more professional, all sorts of weird stuff. And honestly, at the time, I was fairly new in the online business world. I've been in business a long time, but new in the online business world. So I thought that's just what you had to take. And I felt like I had to reply to these people and let them know that they were wrong and try and change their opinions. And it's honestly, it's a fruitless battle. It really is. Social media. Yes, you can get comments on your lives, your ads. And this tends to happen as you get bigger in your business. As your audience grows, you get more people that are in your world who are strangers to you, who are completely unknown to you. So you might put a Facebook ad out there, for example, and you'll get some horrible comments on your on your Facebook ad, which is just really nasty. But it happens. I've had it definitely. And the majority of people that I know in the online space who run ads or run anything of any nature have had hate on comments and so on. I've had it this week. Um, and I've had lots of messages, like over 15 messages from, from you this week saying to me, I'm really happy with how you chose to deal with those comments that you had about using the at everyone tag. So I've had people in the group recently who've said, oh, you use it too much. I use it probably once a week on average. Um, I use it when people need to know about things that are happening in the group and information that I think is important to you. It isn't even for sales posts, for example. So on Monday this week, I put a post out saying when I was doing my lives this week, because I've had messages and emails from people saying, it's great that you're doing these daily lives, Lindsay, but I don't know when they're happening. Could you let me know when they're happening? Great. So I put a post out to let you all know. And then I got, I think it was four or five people who just piled on and said, you know, uh, you're using it way too much. I don't get why you're using this. Um, and then having conversations amongst themselves. And I've chosen to leave those comments out there for all of you to see, because I want you to see that getting hate, and I'm saying that with inverted commas, hate from people in your community, it's normal. 
Okay. And it's not about you. It's a reflection of them. They might have been having a really bad day. They might have woken up that morning and on their phone, they've got 50,000 at everyone tags in their, in their notifications. And I get that. It's totally fine. But the thing is, we all know as online business owners that our engagement in Facebook groups and Instagram and so on is a little bit lower now. So we're given these tools to use to make sure that we can keep the groups that we're running live and fresh and engaging for people to be in. So I replied this week on Monday saying, I'm totally happy with the amount of time that I use the at everyone tag. I'm totally cool with it. You don't need to be here. If you don't want to be part of the group, if you don't want to be participating, if you don't want to be engaging in the group, then that's totally fine. Please leave and I won't be offended. So I kept it really light and I genuinely felt that way too. I have no attachment to it. If people don't want to be here, I'm totally fine with them going. And you'll also know if you have a community of your own on Facebook or anywhere else, that if you have people in your group that are constantly not engaging they are affecting your stats. They are affecting the overall engagement of your group. So we all know the Facebook dreaded algorithm works on the basis that when you put a post out there, Facebook will deliver that post to a small percentage of your community. And if you get a flurry of engagement on that small percentage that they've sent it out to, they will then push it out to more of your group. But if Facebook are sending that post out to a small percentage of your community and that percentage tends to be the people who are engaging then you're not going to get more engagement so a lot of business owners are using the at everyone tag to allow people to remember their inner group and choose to leave if they want to and that's exactly what I'm doing too I am totally unattached to people who don't want to be in my group so dealing with the haters there I think the thing that I've had to figure out is that it isn't personal. These people are having a bad day. And for whatever reason, they're choosing to lash out at somebody, sometimes a stranger to them, um, for no reason. And it's their own reasons. Okay. So I want to speak to the one star review crew as well. I have had a one star review on my podcast. I'm pretty sure that I know who gave me that one star review. But I'm, again, I don't really care. When was the last time as somebody listening to a podcast that you went and checked out the reviews and you checked how many ratings there were? And if you saw a one star review, you decided not to listen to it. Like how many of you read reviews and look at ratings before you listen to a podcast? It's pretty, pretty minute amount of people. And again, if you look at the content of those reviews, um, that are lower reviews. They tend to be people who aren't necessarily engaged in the stuff you do anyway. Okay. So when you get a one-star review, celebrate it, own it, tell us about it, come into the community and tell us that you've had your first one-star review, because that means you're reaching more people. That means that you're reaching strangers. That means that you're reaching beyond your existing audience. It means that more and more people are finding you and listening to you. So please embrace and love on the one star review when you get them. Clearly, if you're getting 50, 100, 150 one star reviews, there's something going on and we need to talk about that. But if you just get the odd one, it's totally fine. Totally fine. So, 
you need to sort of go into yourself and ask yourself the question, are the majority of people that are listening to my podcast and consuming my content and watching my videos and reading my blogs, are they happy with what I'm doing? If the answer to that is yes, then you're good to go. If you yourself are comfortable with what you're putting out there and you know it's your best work and you know that it's completely aligned with what you want to talk about, then you're good to go. The minority of people who very rarely engage with your stuff are not the people to be taking advice from. They are not the people to be taking advice from. So the last thing you want to do is to allow these haters to affect you personally and allow them to knock your confidence. Because what happens then is you show up less, you create less, you work less. And ultimately, that's going to have an impact on your revenue. It's going to have an impact on the growth of your business. So please, as hard as it feels, don't take it personally when you get the hate online. Everyone else is dealing with it. You're not the only one. And I think it's a sign of the times that we're in at the moment too. We've got to remember that over the last few years, it's been a pretty stressful time globally, yeah? And now we're in the UK in particular. Um, we've got the Queen passing. We've had the pandemic. We've got a cost of living crisis, which most of the world have. We've got all sorts going on. So what that means is the population are running with really high cortisol levels, really high levels of stress. And some people choose to deal with that stress by being a keyboard warrior. <laughs> it's, you know, it's something we should feel sad about rather than letting it affect us personally. OK, so remember, some people just are dealing with their stress by typing a load of shit, essentially, to you on social media. And one statement that was um, that I found out about quite a few years ago now, I can't even remember who it was who said this to me, and I wish I could, but I've heard it lots since as well. And it's something that I hope will help you whenever you deal with hate online. And it's this statement that their opinion of you is none of your business. Their opinion of you is none of your business. You can't change somebody's opinion of you. You could try, like I used to when I got those emails in the early start of having my online business where I tried to convince somebody that I wasn't what they thought I was. It's just fruitless. It's just a complete waste of time. Their opinion of me is none of my business. It doesn't affect my day to day. It doesn't affect the way I show up. It doesn't affect the way I am with my husband and my children and my family. It's none of my business. I can't change the way they think about me. And there's a complete relief when you really tap into that feeling of it not being any of your business. It's a freedom. It's a freedom knowing that you don't need to change how they feel about you and you can't anyway, even if you wanted to. So there are always going to be people who don't like what you do. There are always going to be people who will tell you <laughs> either publicly or privately that they don't like what you do, but it's not about you ever. It's never about you. If you can't have empathy <laughs> for your haters, at least have an understanding that people are running on cortisol, they're running on stress levels, they're running on fear, quite frankly. 
which is where a lot of this hate comes from, the fear for themselves, how they're showing up, the people that they're trying to support aren't perhaps engaging with them, whatever it might be, it's not you. Okay. Thanks everybody for joining me today on Podcasting for Business. I hope you really enjoyed that episode and it gave you some food for thought of how to deal with those haters. It's never about you. Just remember that. So on the next episode, we're going to be talking all about podcasting systems. We're going to be looking at all the different ways that you can make the work that you need to do for your podcast even more efficient and streamlined. So join me on the next episode. See you then. Bye.